Hobby Addicts の時間です It's time for Hobby Addicts And now, here are your anime addicts Welcome to the 137th episode of Hobby Addicts. So glad to be here with you today. My name is Mitsugi, and I am joined by my good friends. We have the usual gang. They're always here. They're always the usual suspects. Whether they're whether they're in your heart or not, they're always here on the mics. It's we have. First of all, we have wonderful Kazuo. Oh hi everybody! Who's rocking his new Microsoft Surface? That's right. <laughs> it is pretty sweet. I'm Loving very excited it. about it. He's excited. And we also have the very lovely Mandy. She's in Cincinnati, where it's probably a little colder than it is in Florida, but she's still a badass. What's up, Mandy? Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's good. Things are going good today. I think it is 40 degrees outside. I actually don't、Ugh. remember, so I'm looking at the weather now. That's not, that's not so bad. <laughs> that's horrible. No, not for December, though. That's kind of warm. Oh, nope. I lied. It's 64. Do you, know, do you know what it is、Whoa. outside here, Mandy? Uh, I'm going to guess 85 or 90. With the heat well, index, that's probably. If I can figure、cool. out how to use my phone to look at the weather, <laughs> I, got I would be able to let you know. I got you. So the, I'm really. It is、that. 80. Oh, 79. And the heat index is 86. It is beautiful. It is 60, currently 52 in Tokyo. 64, though, that is unseasonably warm for December up north. That's really odd. Wow. I don't like、yeah. it. 64 is beautiful. That's T-shirt weather. Nope.、Still. No, it's not. Mandy, 64 T-shirt weather. Um, no, not T-shirt weather. It's like a light jacket. Yeah, that'd be. I I went outside earlier and、uh, it rained a lot, so it it's 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 a nasty day outside. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I mean, I'm wearing gym shorts and a T-shirt right now, and I could not be happier. What I, do you What are you guys gonna be talking about today on the podcast, other than the weather? Pokemon, because I got a switch and I got Pokemon. Let's go! <laughs> oh, did you get Let's Go Eevee or Let's Go Pikachu? Oh, I got Eevee, of course. Oh, well, you say、Only、of course. Only terrible people get Pikachu. Well, hold whoa, on now! Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean,、hmm. Pikachu is pretty awesome. I, I, I mean, I mean, look how cute Eevee is. Eevee doesn't shock the shit out of you. That's true. <laughs>、uh, he can if you evolve him into Jolteon or poison. But you, you can't or... evolve the Eevee in this game. He doesn't want to. What? Oh really? Oh my god! Yeah, you can't point... evolve your Eevee or your Pikachu. When you try to, they、uh, they get real mad. They're、isn't, like, no. But you can evolve other ones that you catch. Isn't that the whole point of Eevee though? That that he or she or whatever can turn into like any any type. Yeah, but this one kind of follows that sort of the anime kind of.、Uh, Root where it's like, oh, your partner doesn't want to ever change. <laughs> I, I love our podcast table we have here. We actually have like multiple electric plugs built into the bottom of the table. Yes. So Kazuo、mm. just shows up with a surface, and lo and behold, we have a plug running through the bottom of the table for his surface. Of course. Now, all right,、nice. so we're, we're high tech. So now that Kazuo is all settled in with the surface, and we got Mandy here, can you can you guys tell me what it is about this new Pokemon game that's like what 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 is it bringing to the table that's new? Like what is all the hubbub? <clears throat> well,、uh, there are things I like and things I really don't like.、Um, it's good for, I'd say it's 
it's a decent addition to the series after Pokemon Go, because I think Pokemon Go brought in a lot of new people into the series, especially in the older generation who are like, oh, this is kind of fun. And um, Pokemon Let's Go takes a lot of stuff from Pokemon Go and puts it kind of like mashes it up with like the original Kanto region. Okay. So it feels like a very... Um, what am I trying to say? Kind of like a very simple game. <laughs> it's not good for people who have been playing Pokemon for the entire series and are really into the competitive aspect of it. Although I'm sure there's still things in there that they could still have fun with. So this is kind of what I've seen it as, and I haven't played it, so let me know if I'm way off on this. But for okay. me, it kind of seems like a mixture between Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Go with like updated yes. graphics. Would you say mm -hmm. that's accurate? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. um, they they are also putting in stuff from the newer series too into it. Not like the Pokemon, but at the towards the end of the game, you can start doing um, Mega Evolutions because Professor Oak gives you the Mega Stones for Charizard, Blastoise, Bulbasaur. But I don't know if the other is going to be in it, like Kangaskhan or uh, Gengar's Ultimate or Mega or uh, Mega Evolutions. See, I don't I'm not know, sure yet. I don't know anything about Mega Evolutions. I'm, yeah. an, I'm an OG Pokemon. Now, player. I sort of know what that means, but can you um, explain, for people that don't know, like people like Oswald here, what the Mega Evolutions... <coughs> because Mega Evolutions me. were just from the last few Pokemon games, right? Starting pretty recently. Um, yeah, so Mega Evolutions started in X and Y, where you can... Um, because in the older games, you can equip items to your Pokemon, and it added a, a new layer to the competitive scene where it's like, okay, now I have to also predict what items Pokemon have and what, and if I can predict what item they have, I can predict what kind of moveset they may have if it revolves around their moveset or like what kind of role they're playing. If they're playing a tank, if they're playing uh, a, you know, a really hard hitting one. Um, so the mega evolutions are stones you can now equip to your Pokemon and mm -hmm. In combat, uh, you can only have one per team, um, like one per uh, mega evolution. You can only mega evolve one in a round, or I mean, in a, in like a combat. So if I had a Charizard and a Blastoise, I could only mega ev mega evolve one of them. And when you do, they have a new form. Uh, Charizard turns into Charizard X or Y, and uh, depending on which stone you equip, Blastoise turns into Mega Blastoise, and or. Uh, you know, whatever his evolution form is, and Venusaur goes on, and and there it added new evolutions to a bunch of not all of them, but a lot of them. Like Kangaskhan has one, Gengar has one. Uh, there's a, a whole bunch of them do. There's a aren't, long list. They keep adding more and more. <laughs> aren't there also like some weird island evolutions? Like I remember, yeah, Alola ones are in there too. So, uh, Sun and Moon also introduced some new region Pokemon for some of them. So, like, there's an Alola Vulpix and Ninetales. And also with the Mega Evolutions, it, it changes their stats. It changes their uh, types, too. So, like, for example, um, uh, what am I trying to think of? Um, 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 um. Gyarados. Gyarados is now suddenly a dragon type. He's dragon and water. Wasn't he always dragon? And, no, wasn't he always? Or dragon and dark. No, he was flying in water. Weird. Really? Huh. huh. Yeah. I always thought he was dragon. Whoa. Oh, well. That mm -hmm. just blew my mind. Wait, Gyarados <laughs> can, can learn, fly? Uh, 
Yeah. Gyarados? Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like I don't He's know flying in water, which is why he has double weakness to electricity. So we're watching a video of some people playing Pokemon Let's Go, and they literally just sat there for 10 minutes petting a Pikachu on the head and feeding it berries. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Like, is that- I'm sorry, not dragon. He turns into water and dark. He was water and flying. He turns into water and dark. But he can still learn dragon type moves. Wow, you're right. The original Gyarados is water and flying. That is so yeah. weird. Why did I, I mean, think I- he was a dragon? Because he looks like a damn dragon. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a Chinese <laughs> dragon. That's the whole makeup of his character. Hmm. Well, that'll be uh, damned. In the original Kanto, Dragonite was the only dragon. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. This oh, game really? looks gorgeous, wow. by the it way. Does. I'm just can, watching can this you video. Turn that yeah, it, me? it looks great. They also introduced... Um, see, they took a lot of the things that in the original game that I, I personally hated. <laughs> like, you remember how HMs, you had to find like an HM whore Pokemon, like a yeah. quick, like, cut and surf and everything to this one. You're like, all right, well, this is just wasting a team slot, but I have to carry him around anyways because I can't get anywhere. Yeah. But uh, so now your lead Pokemon learns all the HMs, but doesn't take up any move slots. Oh, thank God. So and that's um, new to this it game. does like cute little things like Eevee, when you use Surf, he like you like whip out a surfboard and he surfs with you. It's really cute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So it doesn't matter what type they are. They can all just learn every HM. No, HMs are now pretty are not moves anymore. Uh, okay. Surf is still in the game, so you can still use Surf. Uh, because that was a really good water move that a lot of people used. Right, but, <laughs> but, you, but you just uh, said like we, Eevee can have surf. Yeah. So can Eevee also f- use fly and stuff? That's weird. Yeah, it brings out this like little like uh, bicycle that has uh, balloons attached to it. It's oh really cute. <laughs> the game, the game looks so crisp. Yeah, like it mm-hmm. looks. All right, so some it pay- looks great. Just from one of the things that I like the most about the way that it looks so far, other than the fact that everything looks really crisp about it. Um, I mean, it's it's helped by the fact that it has a cartoon style. You know what I mean? So, the, mm. but like, I love how much how I love how far Pokemon has come with the appearance of the actual character that you play as. So in this game, you have oh for sure you have the the girl. I don't know what her name <coughs> is, but I'm looking at this girl, this little girl that you play you play as. Uh, it's and, whatever you want it to be. Yeah, whatever her name is, girl girl character, Pokemon <laughs> trainer girl, and her she na- her looks, name is Ashley. Ashley, is it really? No. <laughs> oh God, mm-hmm. please. That's what so, I would call her. She looks super cute. And she's got an Eevee riding on her head, and it's just, you just feel happy looking at her. Yeah. It's it a just feel, makes you it, feel nice. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Each and, and newer like- game, they're bringing in more customization. Like, that one, like the newest one, you can either be a boy or a girl, and they give you some preset choices for whatever you want yourself to look like. I, I do like how they still maintain the original, like, sprites in the menus. Like, the, uh, earlier mm, yeah. in the video we were watching, they showed, like, some of the Pokemon characters, and it was just, like, little sprites from the old school games. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So what what are yeah. some of the major differences though between this and like a standard Pokemon game? Yeah, it looks Ob- like obviously a I think game. they said they got rid of like battling wild Pokemon. Is that right? Yes, they Weird. got rid of battling. It's now Pokemon Go where you just chuck balls at them. <laughs> um, that mechanic has been a sore spot for a lot of people because I mean I haven't really haven't had an issue with it because um, I think it does speed up the process a lot. Uh, like you can get like, remember back in the old days when you go through, uh, like say the tunnel to, um, the elite four, 
how long that took. Yeah. <clears throat> and because you constantly run into battles, 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 battles. And if you wanted more XP, of course, you wanted to battle these Pokemon. Then you, mm. you had to bring loads, loads of like healing items with you. This one makes it go so much faster where you run like it's no longer um, random battles. Pokemon feel like they're a part of the world now. You can see them running around. <clears throat> they still kind of hang around like grass. Mm. So like in um, some of the roots, there's like a little grass patch and you'll see a Pokemon pop up out of it, but it will run out of that grass, pa grass patch and like run down the street. <laughs> It'll just keep running. So you have to like run into them to start like a capture sequence. So a couple, couple uh, things. One, yeah. I mean, uh, for me, one, one is just an opinion and the other is a question. So for me, like yeah. eliminating the the battling of wild Pokemon, like that's a big part of the fun of the game is the challenge of trying to like get their HP down just enough to where you can capture them. But mm -hmm, I mean, I guess you yeah. can do the same with berries and stuff now. Um, but I guess my question then is how do your Pokemon gain experience points? Like how are they going to level up if they're not battling? Uh, you do battle traders and you battle gym leaders, but every time you capture a Pokemon, it also gives whoever you're using your party experience points. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so like, so like, if you capture like I don't know a Machop or something, all, every Pokemon in your team will get some experience points from it, which is weird. God, man, they took out so much of like the competitive part of Pokemon because, uh, in up until you know Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, when you battle a Pokemon, it whatever you battled depended on how, what kind of um evolution points it put into your Pokemon. So if you battle something, like there's a list online of all these really fast ones. If you, when, however many of these you kill to level up, you will increase your speed so much. So if you really wanted to, uh, like to really customize your team, your battle team, you're like, I want this many points in, uh, you know, speed, I want this many points in my attack and I want the last five points because there's always five left over <laughs> in like my HP or something. And so you would specifically look for these Pokemon that increase these stats and just battle those over and over and over and over until, you know, you got up to whatever max level you, you're going for. Mm. And it would increase your, like that way you could customize your stats. This one is so much more different. <laughs> like it's really hard to. I have no idea how to judge yet what stats you're getting when you uh, capture something. It doesn't make any sense to me. And uh, they got rid of breeding. Breeding's no longer in the game, which is also a giant part of the competitive scene because there were egg moves. There were like you could customize your Pokemon's um, uh, nature in the move sets and. Uh, you know, you could use items, like when you equipped items to Pokemon you put into the breeding center, it would depict what kind of stats they came out with. Like if you had somebody with perfect attack and you put like a mighty band, I think it was called, on it, then the baby would have, when you hatched it out, would have the same stats. It was, I don't know how they're doing it now. <laughs> I don't think that they're, I don't think they care. I think they realize this isn't going to be part of the competitive scene. It's just for fun. It's just for the people who are like, hey, Pokemon Go is kind of fun. I'm going to play this too <laughs> with so, my kids. Yeah. So, so here's my concern, right? <clears throat> so I, I really enjoy Pokemon. I have played it on and off. I played Pokemon Red. I played, I played Pokemon Heart Gold and I played Pokemon, uh, I think I had Pokemon Y when I was in Japan. 
So I've been in and out of Pokemon for a while now, right? This game that I'm looking at on Kazuo's tablet, I can't, I mean, maybe the tablet's helping it visually, I don't know, but, <laughs> but it looks incredible. But if you take out, but I don't want to play Pokemon Go. Like, so my, my fear is that Pokemon Go was such a hit and it made so much money that, oh, look, it's an Oddish. That's yeah. cool. And maybe it'll turn into a Vileplume <laughs> for me. So my concern is that is that Game Freak or whoever is going to look at this and go, Pokemon Go made so much money. We need to uh, we need to adapt the the style of play that Pokemon Go had and make that Pokemon going forward. And I'm really scared of that because to me this isn't Pokemon anymore. Like it's well, not Pokemon. I don't, I, mean, I don't think it will. This is a Game Freak game. Yeah, I, well I mean but like right now we're watching a, a battle with a random trainer. So I mean like it's still it seems very similar. It's just Purely well, the tra- that they eliminated the the random. Well, listen, the trainer battles. battles were always fun, right? And this looks more like you're watching it on in an anime, which makes it especially engaging. Mm-hmm. But still, there's there's Pokemon was always about like capturing your Pokemon, collecting them, developing a team, leveling them up, customizing them to how you wanted, and right. then you're taking a big part of the gameplay out. Well, and so that's fine for this well, game, I- but but I'm worried that like you know the next game will be the same, and then the same after that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it will because this not. one is a remake of like the original first games, red, blue, and yellow. Mo- mostly yellow because a lot of the anime characters are in it, like Jesse and James are in it, Nurse Joy, and you know are in this game. But red, blue, and yellow were not competitive games. They tried and they realized, you know what, we could actually turn this into a competitive scene. So then they started adding more and more and more to each game after that to like kind of change the uh, gaming scene around it through feedback. So I think they are not concerned about this one being competitive at all because they're like, this is just a remake of the original for people who want that like nostalgia. But I think they do have one, another one that's coming out later uh, on the Switch. They have planned, but I think next year, I, right? I, yeah, I don't think it's going to stay in this direction. I would be really surprised yeah, if, I, if it did. <laughs> if I remember correctly, they talked about like this is going to be more of a kind of casual, fun game, and then the one that's coming yeah, out in 2019 sure. is going to be kind of like the true successor to the Pokemon franchise. So. I mean, I'm sure they'll keep some of the same elements of this, but I, I'm, I'm really curious to see that. This, though, this looks like a lot of fun. Like, I mean, you can still battle with trainers. You can still battle, I'm assuming, like, gym leaders and the Elite Four. But can you battle mm-hmm. each other? Can you battle your friends? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, there's oh, just Oh, and also, it's much... co-op. You can play co-op with somebody else. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I like this. Um, so, my, uh, my sister and I played together, and... I feel like they could have developed this a little bit more. They could have put more, like, thought into it. When we played, like, it would bring down the uh, opposite sex of whatever avatar you are. So I was a girl, so she was the boy version of me. Mm. And we could run around the screen together. Um, She would take control of the Pokemon that was in my second slot. So, like, I had my Eevee and she had, like, a Nidoran. And when we battled, she could choose the tax for it's like a like a two on one, which was stupid easy. Yeah, (laughs) wrecking shit. And uh, then when we captured stuff, she could also throw a ball. So if we timed it together, we go one, two, three, go and flick our like Joy Cons at the screen. Um, And we would both throw a ball. We get like a capture bonus. So I feel like it would have been nice if they could have given the second player their own team of Pokemon to. Um, customize, like if they, 
Like, because you no longer have PCs either. You have a Pokemon box in your inventory. And all of your Pokemon are in that box. You don't have to go back and forth to the PC. Uh, like when you're in like a dungeon or something, you're like, oh, I don't have to go all the way back or cave and go all the way back to the Pokemon Center to switch stuff out. I can just do it on the fly. Can I be an old man uh, for a second? Okay. I mean, they've been, they've been doing this with other games that I love too, namely um, uh, Puzzles and Dragons has a lot of uh, quality of life improvements, they call them, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, things like uh, taking out the PC and just having you have, like, infinite Pokemon in your box or whatever. Like, mm. the, like those things sound really comfortable, but if you do too many of those, doesn't it kind of feel like they're making the game... They're like, dumbing it down and making it easy? I don't want to get... I, I don't want these games to get to the point where everything is so convenient that you don't have to put in any effort at all while you play it. Like... All of a sudden, it's like easy to capture everything. Like I'm, I'm, I was just watching a video where like Pidgeys are showing up in the same place as an Onyx. Like then that's never gonna happen in real Pokemon. Like Onyx is in a Onyx in real is, Pokemon. Whatever Onyx is in <laughs> Onyx is in a cave. Yeah, you know, and he's never gonna be in the same place as, as a um, as a Nido King or whatever was coming out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's like so now I don't have to go to different places to find these Pokemon, or and now I don't have to go back to I don't, now I'm not and now I'm not managing my inventory anymore. Right. right? It's like well, I don't think this is the game for that. This is the like, I don't. This is like the simplified. Think there's one. any place where an Onyx shows up as a Pidgey? It might have been their following Pokemon, or it may have been the Safari where you can I, trade in Pokemon from Pokemon that? Go. I, I think it was like the Safari. Safari. It was like some special zone. Yeah. Okay. 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 Where he was like wrangling these little tiny sprite looking characters. It's, I don't know yeah, you can um, also transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go into your game. It's fine for this game. Like, I understand that this is a fun casual game. It's supposed to be like uh, they're capitalizing on the popularity of Pokemon Go. It's Pokemon Light. Make tons more money yeah. off of it. And so I get that. Like, it's a casual fun game. I, I just, once again, I'm worried that this will get carried into future Pokemon games. And then before you know it, Pokemon isn't the, isn't the way that we remember and love it. That's I don't think it will. Because there's still, like, a really dedicated competitive scene around it. Um, Smogon, the, like, competitive uh, Pokemon website, is still extremely active. And I know they still have tournaments, world tournaments. Hey, here's and a- they're pretty large, so I don't, I don't think they would. <laughs> here's a question about the game. Um, so this is obviously taking place in the Kanto region. So is yeah. it just... Uh, is it? Have they expanded it a bit? I mean, obviously you have to maintain, like... This, the routes and the different cities and everything, but does it feel small? Because Kanto wasn't really that big when you think back to like the original Game Boy games. So have they made it seem big enough for like a home console game? If that hmm. makes sense. Because I feel like um, handheld games, like you're, you have an expectation of a certain yeah. like depth in the world. But like if you're playing at home on a console, you expect it to be larger. That's a good question. I haven't really noticed it. I haven't noticed it feeling small, but now that I think about it, it's not... Mm, I'd say the boundaries of the map have been expanded upon, but I, I never really felt it feeling small, though. <laughs> it's not something I really thought of. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I was just thinking about it, because it's like... It, I mean, the original like Pokemon that take, p- took place in Kanto was very obviously linear. It was on the Game Boy, so it's like there was o- there was only so much they could do, and the towns were like you know, four houses, you know. So I don't know. I'd- oh no, they have expanded all the towns. Some of the towns are much larger. Um, there are some things, some places now that you've brought it to my mind that do feel really small. There was one like the area that you swim to go down to the electric plant. 
or the power plants where you get Zapdos. Oh, yeah. There's this little line there because now that's where you get Dratini. And it's just this one spot in the entire game where you can catch Dratini and he's really rare. <clears throat> when I was swimming around there, it was really hard for me to swim around like the Magikarps and the tentacles that were spawning because the area was so tiny. And so, yeah, that area, I feel like they could have expanded on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I feel like there are other areas like that. But I mean, the cities don't feel I mean, they're not obviously going to be massive because I mean, it's Pokemon. <laughs> they're not right. going to put that much detail into it. Do you and, like a bunch of empty houses? <laughs> but yeah. I didn't think they felt small, though. Hmm. Do you foresee them kind of expanding it to like Johto and everything? Or is it it's just Kanto? That's all you're getting. I would like to. Oh, no, this game is not. This one is just Kanto. Like, you can't trade anything from, like, Johto or on into the game. It's just the uh, original 151 plus Alola and mm. the uh, Mega Evolutions. They may expand it depending on its popularity. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, they might bring out another one. I wonder what the next ones would be. Let's go... Let's uh, go Squirtle. <laughs> let's go Totodile. <laughs> Totodile? Get out of here with that. Yeah, Totodile is so cute. He's a little alligator. He was all right. <laughs> he was all right. Um, I feel like there's something else I wanted to bring up, but I can't remember what it was. Can I build an entire Squirtle squad? Like have my whole team be Squirtle? Sure. Yeah, you would. That would be awesome. Can I? And <laughs> um, I you don't ooh, start you can, with Squirtle, though. And You, you got to find one. Okay, yeah, and then I'll just get rid of my Pikachu or whatever. I don't need him. But, don't get rid of can't get rid of him. But then you he can sits like on your head. But oh oh, so you can like give your Pokemon like hats and glasses and stuff. Do they have oh, the yeah. sunglasses? Uh, for Squirtle? I I know there's sunglasses in the game, but the Squirtle you can have Squirtle follow you around, but you can't dress him up. You can only dress up Pikachu or Eevee. Oh, that's lame. That would yeah. be that that would have been a lot more programming time probably. To, um. Yeah. So, yeah. So like the. Pikachu and the Eevee follow you or like sit on your head and you can interact with them and do lots of things with them but you can also have a Pokemon that follows you around so like I have an Eevee on my head and I have um I think I have my Dragonair following me around right now because I'm trying to level them up that's cool but um and also if they get larger you ride them so I also have a Rapidash in my party and when I ride when I like take him out of the Pokeball when I run I ride my Rapidash and I go super fast oh that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, they got rid of um, the bicycle because now you can ride Pokemon. So you can bring like a large one with you and just ride them around. I mean, riding a Pokemon is way cooler than riding a bicycle. Yeah, true. Hell I mean, yeah. Come on. <laughs> what if you rode a bicycle, though, and you put Eevee in your bicycle's basket? Oh, my God. Come on. Oh, that'd be so cute. That would be cute. It would be. I don't know. This game looks pretty nice. I mean, if Nintendo kept putting out tempting games like this you know maybe even i would buy a switch but i'm one of the holdouts that's yeah like, i, I was one. super skeptical when i first turned it on i was like oh they took out battles as pokemon go this sucks and then now i'm still playing it <laughs> i'm like addicted to it i played till like 3 a.m last night oh my god <laughs> that's what they want mandy yeah is it possible to <laughs> catch them all in this game or do you have to like trade with your friends yeah the trade because like just like in the originals you can only evolve Graveler if you trade him, and you yeah. can only evolve Kadabra if you trade him, so on, so on. But I guess now it's easier to trade than it ever has been before. How many? Games? Oh yeah, like now you can trade on Wi-Fi. So how many switches <laughs> is is Mr. Pokemon that we talked about on the podcast that had the fifteen cell phones? How many? How many Pokemon switches is he running when he plays this? 
I think Cosmo missed that. Yeah, I don't think I was. There's an old man in Taiwan that rides around the Taiwan city on a bicycle, Mm -hmm. and he has this. uh, He has this contraption built into his bicycle, and he has 15 cell phones, and built into a ring, and he rides around and catches Pokemon on Pokemon Go using 15 cell phones all simultaneously. What is wrong with people? Yeah, he's super hardcore. He's retired and (laughs) having fun, but like, how many? But he must buy this, right? For sure, right? I mean, he's Mr. Pokemon Go, so he would have to buy Let's Go Um, Pokemon. The other thing that I wanted to mention about the game, just because I, I feel like this is the biggest criticism of it so far, okay. is the actual capturing of the Pokemon. Is um, If you have the Switch docked, or like I'm sorry, like in handheld mode, um, mm-hmm. it's really easy to catch them. I haven't, haven't had any issues with it. You can move the screen to follow the Pokemon as it's like jumping around, just kind of like Pokemon Go, pretty much. And you can push a button to throw a Pokeball. <coughs> ah, gosh, excuse me. Um... And but if you are playing on the TV, you take off your Joy Cons and you actually do like the motion of throwing it, oh, like God. flicking it, and a lot of people are having issues with that. Yeah, because motion controls um, suck. Why are they making us do it? Exactly. <laughs> it's a good question. It's weird because my sister and I didn't have any problems with it, but I have heard a lot of people having issues with that and the Pokeball Plus um, attachment, which is like a Pokeball that hooks up to it. It's supposed to stimulate, like, or simulate the. Uh, like actual throwing of a ball, a lot of people are having issues with that too. Because people are still doing this, like it hasn't. People haven't realized how bad motion controls are. Yeah. When is it going to stop? The only time motion controls are acceptable for me is if it's in VR. Outside of that, get them away from mm. me. I don't want it. If I, I wanted to exercise, I would go outside. It's not about <laughs> that. It's not about mm. that. It's just a gimmick that they that, that they do. It's a it's a gimmick within with like you would say like you would say like imprecise hitboxes in it. Like you, it's like you swing your, it's like you swing yeah. your, you swing your arm out to throw a pokeball. It don't matter how you swing your arm, the pokeball is gonna fly out. Right. Like I could fucking throw you just that ball. Your wrist. I could throw that ball straight at the damn ground. It's it's just like in it's just like in Wii bowling. You didn't even yeah. have to do anything. You just flick your wrist. It's just a gimmick that it's a gameplay gimmick. Yeah. I really don't like it, dude. The only time that motion controls were like actually really cool for me was when I was doing VR and I was playing an archery game where these people were trying to attack our castle, and it's like I got so into it, like it was it, it was legit. And you're just sitting there, you know, pretending to shoot bows and arrows. Like, that's cool. But, like, all this <laughs> stuff, come on. Let all me right. just push a button. No, I don't want to be so judgmental without actually having played the Switch version. But, so, Mandy, is, are the motion controls actually improved at this point? Or are we still in, like, I can just flick my wrist in the kitchen type of deal? Uh, I haven't had any issues with it. But, uh, I don't know. A lot of other people have. <laughs> no, I, I, I just mean, like, do you actually have to put in the effort to throw the Pokeball in order to throw it? Or can you just, like... Oh, you know, like, no, you, me and my my sister and I just rose our arms up and went one, two, three, and then we'd flick it towards the screen. Okay, Kind of like... Uh, All right, so that answers my question. Throwing like a fishing pole or something. <laughs> I feel like we have the tech to make this better than that. Oh, we do. In the world. But mm. put it in the damn system and make it happen. The same thing with, with Sony. Sony had this stupid thing that they stopped using if they, they bailed on it. Yeah. Yeah, the, tech, the tech exists. It's just that it's a gimmick. And so there's no real reason to actually make it like good or accurate hmm. i guess it ha- i guess it's been so successful in the past with the wii yeah that they figure well we don't need to improve it it was already we are, it already proved it was already proven to be a massive successful money maker i want to know there's who, no reason to improve it who prefers like faux throwing a pokeball at the screen over just pushing a button like do people actually prefer that do you mandy little kids prefer? probably do 
Mm, I've been playing it just uh, handheld. I've, I haven't like hooked up my uh, Switch to my TV. I hooked it up at my parents' house when I brought it over and my sister and I are playing, but I have not at home. I've only played it handheld. Okay, so if it's handheld, you don't have to do the motion controls, but if it's hooked up to the TV, you have to. Is that right? Um, yeah, if it's hooked up to the TV, you, I, well, you can still use the joystick to move the screen around. I guess you don't really have to, but, um, it tries to push it on you though. Yeah. It's like, just let me push a button. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to move any more than I have to. I want to veg out on the couch. I want to have someone feed me pizza so I don't even have to lift it to my face (laughs) and I just want to push a button. So, like, when it's handheld and you move around, you can, like, kind of like the AR with the phone version of Pokemon Go, like, the screen moves, like, you can move, like, he'll jump, like, around you, and you can, like, move your screen around to try and find him, but uh, that's about it. I have an important (laughs) question, Mandy. And I want to say something, too, as well. Uh, What did you name your rival? Oh. Oh, that's funny. Sorry, I was taking a drink and then I choked because it was funny. <laughs> I so when I turned on the game, I thought it was just a remake of Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. So I named him Gary, and all of a sudden Blue shows up. And my sister and I were joking, we're like, "Oh my god, it's Gary and not Gary," and they're talking to each other. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, because I was gonna name him something like I don't know, like Asphalt or something, and my sister's like, "Nah, just name him Gary. That Gary's bad enough." <laughs> yeah, so I, I always I always name him Asshat. Ass hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kazuo, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yes. Now, I feel like this is something that will happen. I hope it happens eventually. I feel like it kind of already should should have. Okay. But um, let's say that a Pokemon game such as this one came out three years from now, and it was a VR game. Okay. And you were throwing the Pokeball with your arm sure. in VR. Don't you feel like at that point the two technologies are kind of having this happy marriage whereby at that point, actually physically throwing the ball mm-hmm. becomes valuable to you. Yeah. Because then it, because then it would actually look like you were through, because we have that tech now. I, I, I played PlayStation VR games where, I mean, they are, they're all like that. You move your arm around well, and, and your arm moves on the screen. They could, they could really mimic you actually throwing a Pokeball at a, at a Pokemon. Yeah. I don't know if Pokemon would make for a good VR game because not? there's not a lot in like, there's not a lot involved involved with it. Like you're the the majority of the game is you walking around and just looking around you. And then in the battles, you're just telling your Pokemon what to do. So it's not like you're doing anything. Yeah. But in a game like this one where there's Pokemon popping up all over the screen, they're running around on the screen. Yeah. But you're, you still aren't doing anything. You're running up to the Pokemon and throwing the ball at it. I guess when you, when you're doing a Pokemon battle, you could stand behind your Pokemon and watch them fight. Yeah, so I mean the visual aspect would be cool, but I don't know if there's a lot kinesthetically that you would have to do. That's my word for the day. Well, I understand what you're saying, but in fairness, like there's not much kinesthetically that would be done now without VR. You're still just throwing a damn ball. Right. So I just just think having it in VR would kind of enhance the experience to the point where you may want to actually throw the ball. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I I think VR is really struggling. Which is really sad because oh yeah it is because people still don't have enough money to afford the headsets so they're like we're not gonna put lo- loads of money into a game if no one's gonna buy it because no one has headsets yeah <laughs> but it's yeah. so awesome like if you've had the chance to yeah. try real v- like VR out it is Resident it, Evil it is mind blowing what they Evil need 7. to do is make it affordable for people and then I feel like at that point once people can afford the technology 
it will definitely fly off and we'll see some really cool stuff. Until then, it's just like a gimmick. So <laughs> Oculus is coming out with a new headset next year. I saw that. That is yeah. that is like doesn't require you to have a computer. It all runs off of the internals. Wow. And yeah, it doesn't have it's wireless, which blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> please, thank you. Please. So I mean they have one like that now. There's the Oculus Go, but it's very kind of basic. So mm-hmm. and the one that they're coming out with is exactly like the Oculus Rift, except wireless and probably around 400 bucks. And for me, it's like, okay, that's yeah. worth it, I would say. I just feel like all games are going to be heading in that direction eventually as the, as the processing power improves to the point where it can actually be done inside the headset when prices come <coughs> down. Because like Resident Evil 7 was an, was an unbelievable experience in VR. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's what they need to do is make some games where it can work in VR, but it doesn't require VR, just like Resident Evil. So then... Um, people who do have, you know, the technology can play those games, go, wow, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And maybe people will be willing to put more money out for it and go, oh, yeah, I want to play that in VR, too. So suddenly, you know, more and more and more people are buying the headsets. But right now, it's like people are like, why would I spend $400 on something where I'm going to just play, I don't know, Job Simulator? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just You're nothing right. out. I, I don't think gaming is the future of VR. I think experiences are the future of VR. And what I mean by, what I mean by that is... You know what? We'll run this industry, VR porn. Well, yeah. Loads of VR porn out there, that'll, that'll sell headsets. I mean, that's like how every technology, every, every exactly. visual medium technology has advanced in the past from like mm-hmm. VHS to DVD to Blu-ray. It's all porn. Porn. But um, internet streaming, <laughs> all because of the porn industry. But I think like experiences in as much as uh, going to a concert in VR, like putting on a VR helmet oh, and like headphones. I feel like they were just, working be, on that. What's that? I feel like they were working on that. Yeah, like yeah. Some... There, and there are some out there. Like you can actually, if you have a VR headset, there are some concerts that you can like be on stage with them or whatever. Yeah. But, like, in addition to that, VR travel like just going around Japan in VR would be insane. And you can kind of do Mm -hmm. that with like Google maps. Like you can go on street view with a VR headset and like kind of look around, but it's very janky, but like doing things like that, like you're going to like the grand Canyon in VR and you can experience it and move around and, you know, or having like a, a VR, I know they have like VR chat, but like being, being able to come home from work Put on a VR headset, meet up with all of your friends who are all around the world, and you all hang out in a VR environment and like mm-hmm. watch a movie together or play ping pong together or some crap like that. Like that's what I think the future of VR is. I heard, I think I heard that they had um, like VR wrestling matches too, where they had like like a little section off for like uh, roped off for that's like this is like the VR like camera and like so you could do like pay per views in it. I- Swear I heard of that yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. But they really need to push that, really market it, and people will be really interested in yeah. shelling out the Dude, money for some for, VR for five hundred bucks. Being able to experience all of those things I mentioned, like who wouldn't? Like people would be like, yeah. forget yeah, it. I don't they, need. I don't need a big screen TV. I just need a VR helmet. You're, you, that's right. Yeah, you, it's mm-hmm. true. But they would. But they would add like additional fees and stuff for events and things. Yeah, you, yeah. you'd end up paying a lot of money. Oh yeah, probably pay per view like you would for anything else. Yeah. Oh sure. All right, let's wrap it up here, guys. <laughs> We're a little over time, but um. That was a cool. Thank you, uh, Mandy, for for bringing with with you. No your problem. On- I started coughing a lot. All of a sudden, my lungs are like, "Nope, not today." I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> but it, take, it takes a Mandy to get us to Pokemon Go, because because mm. I'm not gonna. Because Kazo and I are like, "Well, oh, we don't have switches." Yeah, I ain't got time. So 
I have time. I just don't want to do it. Maybe when Pikmin is Pikmin on the Switch yet? No, that would help. Mm, that would I don't help think me. so. Nobody but me cares about Pikmin. All right, guys. But thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and contributing to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed our talk on Pokemon Go. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's go Pokemon, whatever. And Pokemon in general, and VR, and you know everything that comes with it. I'm not sure what we're going to do next week, but I know it'll be awesome. And we'll do it just for you. And uh, until then, we'll see you. Bye. 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 Bye.